There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Joel, Nightwing, and Daryl Quentin. Coming up on TMS, moistly water. Stripping my nuts. Whacking hammer jerk rotation. Full redneck ibbit. Yeehaw, possums, footlong rats and cats, oh my. Twerk and torque, know the difference. Air fryer, Dogarito. All Trevors are redheads, but not all redheads are Trevors. Japan Spacey Gundam style. 40 bucks is 40 bucks. Dave, the stripper. Horror movie night and still no parasite. Couple hits and it came right out. Gotta do some pumping to get fluid back in the lines. Captain America's chesticles with Steven and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. How can you prove your cue stick is straight and true? I know they're mild and they really taste great. Get to work, pretty boy. Do the bees know they make honey for you? This is the Morning Stream. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It's the Morning Stream for Monday, August, sorry, October 9th. It's <laughs> <laughs> a couple months back. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Got that screwed up. Uh, the 9th of October, 2023. I'm Scott, and that's Brian. Hi, Brian. Hello, Scott. How are you? Oh, you know, just in the thick of the... The hall, the Halloween anticipation. Uh, we got a funeral this week, so that's all going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, things are things are fine though. Carter went to Korea today, Japan and Korea. She go. I think she goes to Korea. No, Japan first, mm. and they're there for a few days, and then Korea for the rest of it. And she's gonna have such a great time all yeah. in tokyo or is she going around uh, uh i think just no. tokyo this time last time she went she was kind of all over the place and it was only oh, japan. that's right i yeah. forgot this is her second trip to yeah right. so this is going to be a little bit of japan a lot more korea and she and this will be her first time in korea and uh, of course you know we have a lot of family history there with my siblings and everything and so that'll sure. be a that'll be a fun thing she's going with cousins who's who are descended directly from my sister misha and my brother matt Full Korean adoptions, those two. That's great. Yeah, yep. so just one generation's, uh, uh, you know, separated. So they know some language. They can get around in places that, you know, might be tricky for just the white kids to go. So, <laughs> so yeah, she's gonna have a good time. But uh, she was a little sad because she'll miss the funeral. But it was, the way the timing worked, there was just no way around it. So she had to go of when course. she went. But um, anyway, all all is well, I think. Here we had a very busy weekend. There was a lot going on. But I want like I would like to know. Yes. How Brian Ibbett built, I'm sorry, not built, 
repaired his own vehicle like you were some kind of lord of your manor. Some kind of real man, as if I was some sort of real man. Yeah, yeah I uh, uh, had brake work done earlier this year, um, had brake pads replaced, and ever since then, and it's been since uh, March, April, maybe. Mm. Um, ever since then, they've continued to squeak, the squeak, and there was like a. Um, uh, you know, there were everybody had suggestions like, "Oh, no, it's squeaking. Yeah, it'll go away after a month." Or, uh, what you need to do is go about thirty miles an hour and then really jam on your brakes to like get things seated well and da da da. Like basically, everybody had their advice on how you fix your brakes, and uh, that just wasn't doing anything. And I was noticing in the last couple of weeks, noticing like some specks of black dust collecting on the 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 uh, bevels of my wheel yeah. on that side just on that one side I'm like all right yeah we're you know we're we're replacing these things and so I'm not didn't decide not to take it back to the place that did before obviously um, decided to do it myself and I've replaced brake pads before so that's no big deal this is the first time I've ever done router, uh, rotors right and um, you got everything got everything ordered uh, had it delivered because I. There was this dumb coupon that required delivery, even though the store is two blocks away, and I could have gone and picked it up, but I saved 40 bucks by making them ship it to me. Yeah. It's so dumb. <laughs> but uh, uh, I so I I, I, I... I feel like I would have <clears throat> I would have done that, so I don't feel dumb. It's yeah. not dumb at all. Well, absolutely. 40 bucks is 40 bucks. Listen, that's... Uh, that's you know, no small bit, couple, bit of change. You can buy things for 40 bucks. It's, exactly. Yeah. I can go have a nice uh, pho dinner after doing the breaks, which is exactly what we did. Oh, lovely. Um, that sounds nice. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, cleared out the garage, uh, got out the... Uh, borrowed the neighbor's hydraulic jack and a couple other tools he has that just makes this thing a lot easier. I've, we've got a little crank uh, jack, but I want, I want a hydraulic... I want my own hydraulic jack. That thing is so handy. I want one. Um, yeah. Lifted it up, pulled the wheel off, and then got to uh, took off the brake parts, the calipers, and the, um, the 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 thing that holds everything together, the frame, and then got to the rotor. And there are two set screws. So the rotor is is primarily held in place, really technically by the the wheel, by the um, the wheel and the lug nuts. Yeah. Um, but if you just have your your wheel and your lug nuts holding your rotor in place, because it's basically it's on those five big uh, bolts that you have to put the lug nuts on when you put your wheel on. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't have these set screws in, you're probably going to be okay. But also, it's uh, you can get some vibration, and that'll cause some real problems if that heats up and vibrates, and it's bad. Right. So. So I had to take these uh, these two set screws out. They are so they were so tight, Scott. Like basically, um, using a ratchet screwdriver um, it was starting to strip it a little bit. I'm like, mm. oh no, no, can't can't go any further. Yeah. And so I I told Dave next door, he's like, oh no, you don't, you know, you just basically need a different ratchet screwdriver. I'll be right over. So he comes over with his. Uh, uh, his his tools, he goes and it's like it's stripping even more. I'm like, oh crap! No, oh. stop! Don't do any more! Don't do any more! Because I told him, I actually called when I first called him. I said, yeah, I'm having a hard time getting these things off. I need to go get an impact driver. Right. 
and uh, basically it's this tool, and I wish I would have brought it down, but it's this tool that looks like it's about the size of a cordless screwdriver, a little bit smaller, and it um, it has a, a spring-loaded mechanism in, inside such that when you whack the back with a hammer, whack the back metal plate with a hammer, it slowly jerk rotates the... Um, uh, whatever uh, bit you have in there. Oh, and it's okay. got to be a bit that's rated for impact. You can't just pull one out of your, your Milwaukee drill set, put it in there, because you'll probably chip something or break something. Sure. So... So I was like, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go buy one of those. And and next door neighbor Dave is like, Oh no no no, I, I can help you with this. And and he started stripping. And I said, Nope nope, don't no more no more. I'm gonna go get a Dave Dave <laughs> slow your roll if I Dave. Strip that thing. Yeah. If I strip that thing, it's it's I'm screwed. That that uh, uh, that's gonna take me towing it to a place and having them get that drill that screw out, auger that screw out, or something. Yeah, no one's doing that for free. Exactly. You know? Yeah. One sleepy panda says, "One time I stripped them so bad, I just took an angle grinder to it, grind the screw head down, popped the rotor off, and used a vice grip to get the rest out." Yeah, I don't want to do any of that. Ooh. I don't have an angle grinder. Can't. Don't want to go that route. Yeah. So I went uh, and uh, drove. I did a couple calls around town. Found a hardware store that had the impact driver that I needed. Twenty bucks. Worth it. Best twenty bucks I've spent. And uh, uh, basically. Tink, like like seriously hit with the hammer like twice tink tink even with the stripping that was that was already in that screw tink tink couple hits and and that thing came right out wow wow super cool look at you so use that on both uh wheels and aside from that one hour driving out to go get parts the whole process maybe took two and a half hours it's not bad it's not bad. Not although, bad at all. though you can't see this at home, Brian is sitting today because you know this stuff's hard on your muscles. Oh, you know. Yes, I really stretched. You know, I, I mean, I probably should have done more stretching, but mm. really cranked my back, and um, I was hunched over working on these things. I mean, that's two and a half hours of being hunched over, pulling wrenches in directions that that aren't easy. It's not like pulling wrenches towards you that's easy pushing away from you real easy but it's the left and right and then underneath the car and you're like trying to hmm. um trying to get these uh these really tight bolts holding the back of the brake frame on there oh pain in the butt there's hardly but, anyone uh, i know who's a mechanic i know a few mechanics all of them have some weird shoulder or back thing all really oh jeez. Yeah. every yeah. one of them like if they if they're the type of mechanic that has to get up underneath there and do some dark shit they yeah. have back. They have back issues. It's just the way it is. Uh, yeah. So got everything uh, put back together. Got in the car. Um, decided. All right, let's go ahead and you know, going to drive around the neighborhood and just test, make sure I did a good job. And we've got a sloping um, driveway. Our garage is up high, and it kind of slopes down um, a slight grade to the street. Mm. And so I'm going forward, and uh, the you know, we got to slow the car down. So I hit the brakes. Nothing happens. Hit the brakes. Nothing happens. Ooh. I'm like, crap. Grab oh, no. the emergency brake. Yoink. It's like, oh, yeah. Because I pressed the pr- compressed the caliper down, I uh, got to do a little uh, brake pumping to get to get uh, fluid back in the uh, in the lines and push the caliper back out. So, whoops. Oh, <laughs> right. I forget how those work. You're right. You they're yeah. they're empty. They're essentially uh-huh. Yeah, there's no yeah, pressure. Yeah, the fluid is out and there's no there's nothing <laughs> pushing the caliper out. Dang, dude. So, uh That's wild. Everyone uh, go to Brian's see, house. He's torque? he's the new Hold Jiffy Lube. Jeff H says, "Did you torque the lug nuts down when you put the wheel back on? If not, slot, stop by a shop and ask them to check them for you." 
No, that's torque? not a bad idea. What do you? T- what, uh, how do you torque some? I know what torque is, but what is? It, how do you torque? You it? Torque them. Torque the lug nuts down. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Must be just like. I mean, that. I used. I used my. I have a. Oh, I love this thing. It's a four. Uh, it's a. Um, a tire iron that is is basically four. Uh, plus shaped, yeah. For for lack of a better description, sure. Um, and I like that so much better than just the the um, lug wrench that is just a hook, like a little L shape. Yeah. Because I can go. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Get where you can grab it like a pirate, man. You can steer that right. ship. The thing too oh, is a you don't wrench measures the amount of force used. Okay. Well, the good the good news is I'm going to uh, discount tire today to have them uh, address a slow leak that I have in that very same mm. tire that has the that had the squeak. So uh, I'll just ask them. Hey, do you mind um, torquing my lug nuts? Yeah. Am I torquing my nuts yeah. while uh, while you've got the car up on the on the blocks? Yeah. <laughs> if they smile, you have to report back. If they giggle at that. You know, yeah, I'm sure they will. They hear yeah. that and go, "Oh, hey there, Mister. Slow your roll, hey buddy." Uh, well, that's Ooh, fun. A digital torque wrench. All right, maybe there's another tool I might need. Mm. Yeah, those are, that makes sense, right? These are like it's just like getting your gauge, your, your tire gauge, I guess. It just tells you how tight it is or how much exactly. torque there is. Yeah. It just gives you an idea. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. All I'm right. looking. That might be my next purchase is a digital torque wrench. All right. DT. R W D T W down, down to, to wrench. wrench. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's uh, you know what else I did this weekend, Scott? <clears throat> What'd you I do? um took uh, Tina on a surprise on a mystery date. Mm. Gotta love the mystery dates. Um this one was to a thing, uh, an annual festival that I'd never heard of before this year called Cider Days. So this is uh a celebration in Lakewood of everything Apple and uh uh, except for watches and iPods and mm. and phones and stuff, but they've got uh, so they've got apple picking. They've got little places where if you bring your apples or you buy a bag of apples, you can go and press your own cider. Oh, that's you gotta, fun! You basically for twenty bucks, so you bring your own apples, bring your own jug, and then um, for twenty bucks you can press your own cider. That sounds like fun. That'd be great. Make your own deal. Make your own. Uh, it was great. I didn't do. We did, we opted not to do that. I'm like, no. You know what? I'm just gonna buy. Uh, they've got jugs of of fresh pressed cider, so I, I'm just gonna go buy one. Sure. Um, uh, but we uh, they had a little hay bale maze that was actually taller than I expected when I first when the, the brochure came out or when the the website it was like a single level of hay bale. So basically, you're just you could basically step over the hay bales to get through the maze if you get stuck. Mm. But this one, the one they actually had set up was like three or four high. So you could see over it. You could see the top and kind of get an idea where you needed to go. Mm. But it wasn't so high, so low that you could just climb right over it. Yeah, the, but, low, uh, the low ones are ridiculous. I guess those are just for kids or whatever. I like one yeah. with a little challenge. I don't like them at all, I'd, actually. But if I'm going to be in one, I would like yeah. to have it be not just That would be a little it. bit of a challenge. Yeah. I like, you know, I'm a fan of corn mazes. I feel like... That adds just enough creepiness uh, to the whole maze uh, experience, mm. and they they make some pretty intricate, crazy mazes uh, at you know this time of year for for people. Sure. Um, they also had hard cider. Had to have some cherry oh. glider cider. We watched a a pig, uh, a trick pig performance. These Ooh. two pigs that did a whole bunch of tricks just like dogs, like like slam dunking balls in miniature basketball hoops and. Uh, um, opening and closing mailboxes and doing all the all the typical dog training stuff. Wow, I didn't know pigs were capable. 
I didn't either. And mm. then uh, watched my first tractor pull, which I'd never seen a tractor pull before. But uh, that's just fascinating. Next, whole- next year, Brian's getting uh, year-long tickets to all the NASCAR events and uh, p- uh, monster truck <laughs> Does rallies. Does NASCAR do a tractor pull? No, I don't know. It just oh, feels you're, like- just saying, you're just saying I'm going full redneck. Yeah, yeah you're going like full I'm redneck. Gonna, that's basically like what I'm saying. I'm going to fully appreciate uh, the Ernest movies and... Uh, yeah, all, that, uh, all the hillbilly movies and stuff. You're back end, nope. dude. No, nope, not even a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, but the uh, it was crazy watching these tractors like geared up to to pull this big heavy, um, this heavy vehicle backwards so that uh, you could see how long before the wheels of the the front wheels of the tractor start going straight up, mm. and this thing is like practically on its back. Kind of crazy. I feel like I saw one of those years ago, but I don't remember the context. Like where was huh. I? Probably like a yeah. probably a fair. Yeah, it something. would probably be a fair. Yeah, yeah. The town or the the like, Salt Lake County fairs usually got tractors pulling shit. Yeah, <laughs> cool. yeah. Do. I'm sure well, tractors good. pulling shit. Come to the fair. That sounds very. That's a very Halloweeny uh, date. You know, it is nice and nice and uh, fall. Enjoy. We 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 didn't wear flannel, but we could have. Sure, you <laughs> we could have worn our flannels. Oh yeah. I wore something very similar to this. I just wore a Henley with a T-shirt underneath it. Yeah. Technically, so I found this shirt this weekend. It's got a little zipper uh-huh. on top, but this is technically yeah. a Henley, right? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. It's more like a sportsy. Well, it's a champion. It's brand. a. It's a track like a. Yeah, like a yeah, University thing. of Utah uh, shirt. There. Yeah. They only had they the were U- on, <laughs> these were on sale. There was only eight bucks for these. Great. And uh, they had BYU or Utah. Of course, I got the Utah one. Freaking FBYU. <laughs> I've never, I, you know, I don't know if I've ever asked you, like, uh, you know, which which local teams you root for or don't root for. Well, there's a massive. Not a fan of BYU. Yeah, a massive rivalry here. Like, it's huge. Neighbors will paint their whole yard red or, or blue, depending on who oh, they're. Oh, wow. They're, okay. I mean, they're, it's it's a big rivalry. Uh, two, you know, in-state colleges going after each other. And in, and, and in their heydays for both teams, they both had moments, right? They've had, had some yeah. pretty big runs. Um, sure. But, yeah, I've just always been. U of U fan. Plus, Carter works there and, and graduated there, and I just kind of feel a little bit of pride. Yeah, yeah. It's the first time I ever I ever drew a naked cadaver was up there, so, you know. <laughs> I get some love in unfortunately, there. Unfortunately, in front of you was a bowl of fruit. Yeah, but, it was uh, just a bowl of fruit, but I called it Scott a naked cadaver. Scott decided to draw a naked cadaver. That's right. <laughs> the, the teacher was like, oh, okay, maybe you're oh, not, uh, you shouldn't be uh, here. You should be on a list. Is what she look, said. Uh, are you looking at the same uh, <laughs> banana and a couple apples and an orange uh, that we are? Okay. Can you imagine that? That would be a weird thing for a teacher to have. <laughs> Speaking of which, there's a pretty decent transition here. Um, I, I talked to my wife. My wife has been uh, kind of all so hyper-involved with all the stuff going on with her, her sister's passing and getting prepped for everything and all this stuff that she just really needed this, an escape. And for the first time, and I don't know how long, feels like months, but probably more like weeks. We had a night where it was just me and her. Carter was off with some friends planning on the trip the next day or two nice. days later. And uh, everybody was gone. It was just Kim and I, Saturday night. She says, I want to see a horror movie. I want to just blo- block my mind out and think about something else. <laughs> yeah, good. And I'm like, all right, good. it's Halloween. Let's do this. And I said, now, here's our list. And I gave her a list of potentials that didn't. She doesn't like slasher movies, so we avoided those. So I said, "All right, what do you think about the descent? What do you think about, you know, I'm naming off all Ooh, these classics?" God, descent is uh, 
It's pretty dark. The second Blu-ray I ever got. I think I got it like at a severe discount or something, but it was the second Blu-ray I ever got. And it still sits over there. Yeah, that movie, whew, that's, that's, a, that's a claustrophobic uh, thing. Yes, it is. Uh, so that was on the table, though. We had a few other smiles, a recent one. We were going to do that again. Um, but anyway, and I said, well, they are still streaming Hereditary on Max. We could watch that. And she knows I like that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. And I said, we could watch that or Ari Aster's other one. The, he's got a new one I haven't seen yet. But the uh, Midsummer. I said, that's possible. Mm-hmm. And she goes, well, which one is a good one to start? And I said, actually, Hereditary is kind of like the foundational, like what's this guy's style and how does he direct and write and all that. But I, and I said, I'm, but I'm warning you, it's, it leaves you f- feeling pretty weird. That is a weird-ass movie. Yeah, it just, you will feel uncomfortable after, yeah, <laughs> after it, watching either of those really midsummer or yeah. And that's the reason I like those movies is because they're different yeah. and they're not just they don't rely on jump scares and they're just creepy and weird and they do new ideas and I just really like them. Um and they actually genuinely get under my skin. So I'm like, well, how about that? She says, fine. I think I oversold how scary it would be because <laughs> by the time we were done, she was like, That wasn't that bad. And I said, Well, no, I mean it's not bad bad she goes no i mean you made it seem like it was going to be the scariest thing i ever saw mm. and i said no so what we learn we learn something what scares me uh-huh. is the deeply psychological stuff sure and and stuff that just discordant things things that just are like oh that person shouldn't be grinning right there like or you know like <laughs> right. things like that bother yeah. me in yeah. her case it's just a guy in a hockey mask running through a barn with a knife that's what she doesn't want. So I see that and just go, that's stupid, whatever. It's Jason. Who cares? Yeah. It's no big deal. You just laugh at it. She hates that stuff. She hates but the like, eminent threat. Like the, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, how do you think she would do with Barbarian? Uh, we watched, like, so we watched Barbarian last year. She oh, you loved, did. She, she watched it with you. Yeah. Okay. And she loved Barbarian. And I was surprised by that because Barbarian has elements of that in it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it was different because, I don't want to give anything away about Barbarian, but the 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 thing that the thing that you would you would have as the equivalent of chasing you down mm-hmm. is also a bit of a victim itself, you know. Yeah, right. And I think that landed differently, which is I, part of the reason I love Barbarians. It subverts all the expectations. It's such a different movie. <laughs> totally does. So, but there are, yeah. I mean, there are shots of these long, cruddy, scary-looking hallways yeah. where the where it seems to get darker. No matter how much light you got, it seems to get darker way more soon than it should. Yeah, off oh, in the yeah. distance. Hell yeah. yeah. I thought that was gonna bug her and it didn't at all. I think it's really just maybe it's stuff from when she was a kid, like maybe Friday yeah. the thirteenth, Freddy. Like those Freddy sure. movies I think are ridiculous and dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're 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 comedy with blood, yeah, basically. Kinda, yeah. yeah. She sees them as as actually terrifying. Really? So, That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I feel like those the way they write those movies, at least for a while, the Freddy movies were, um, here's a list of the, the fun ways we can kill teenagers. Now write a story around yeah. it. Yeah, we were talking on, was it Film Sack or something about, and you start with the ending if you're writing a story. Yeah, in their case, right. they just start with the grisly kills. And start then, with a list of, oh, let's do one kid in a waterbed. Oh, I know. How about we'll have a kid dangled like he's a marionette. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> with his tendons. Yeah. yeah, what can we do with the ceiling and walls and all this other crap? Like, yeah, they have a <laughs> that big yeah. snake in that one. What was that, the fourth one? <laughs> the snake with Freddy's head. Freddy's yeah. face. Actually, I would yeah. argue that the re- part of the reason those movies kind of peter out over time is because they run out of creative ways to kill each other it's just yeah. like all right so you've done that one what else you got giant snake seen it before 
and uh, right, but then when you see the new nightmare, the you know whatever the the um, the new one with Jackie Earl Haley is, it's like oh, he just kills him. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, straight that's up why this him. movie was not terribly memorable. I remember. <laughs> no, if anything, that movie, that movie, I think they thought it would be scarier if it was more grounded, realistic. Yeah, yeah. I think sure. that's a fail, though. I don't think that was yeah, the right way sure. to go with that. But anyway, it was fun. We're gonna watch some more. She wanted to, you know, long before her sister started to, to deteriorate. The goal, the goal was this month was this was Kim's month to like watch a bunch of horror movies because mm. now she's got a taste for it. She likes the she likes the the adrenaline of it and all that. Sure. sure. So if anyone out there has like a list of what you think your favorites are. And again, we're not looking for torture porn. We don't want freaking. I don't. <laughs> what? I don't want saw movies. I don't want. What's another torture porn movie? Um, uh, Hostel. Don't care about any of that. I, I, those yeah. are all very. I don't like them. And she no, wouldn't either. No, she I'm would not hate a, that. I'm not a fan of those either. But psychological stuff, you know. I can tell you a show yeah. like a show she loved top to bottom was um was it The Outsider on HBO the um the one with the guy from Secret Invasion in it, um, Australian actor, can't think of his name. Oh, um, Based on yes, the Stephen King yes. book. Uh, uh, shit. Yeah, right, the guy who played Talos. Yeah. Um, the right. Skrull. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, I love him, and I can't think of his name. He was in Star yeah. Wars. He was in, he's in everything. Yeah, yeah, anyway, everything. That yeah. Someone in the chat will say it. <laughs> but that guy, um, uh, or that movie, she or that show, she loved it. She loved The Outsider. She's like, "Is there going to be a, a, a second season?" I'm like, "No, I, I think it was, was just really, like, really, really good. I think it was just the book, and they're done. I don't think they're doing more." And she's oh. like, "Oh, that's too bad." So things like that, we're interested in. All right. Oh. So if anyone has ideas, I've seen most of this stuff, but if there's any I haven't, and you, you want to send them in, email them in. Just go to the website frogpants.com/tms and choose your method of communication, and let me know. All right. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Do that. One quick correction, not a correction, just a little education. Yes. This is from Gwen at Phoenix Pearl T. Oh, yes. Always love good to Gwen. hear from her. Gwen. Yeah. On the factoids thing, we're talking about what factoids were. Yeah, yeah. A couple weeks ago or a week ago, whatever it was. And uh, she says, yo, it's Gwen from Phoenix Pearl. Fun fact. Factoid means something unverified slash untrue presented as fact. So factoid isn't a portmanteau at all. Uh, the more you know. So yeah, she's saying I, I that thought that I thought it was just, just like, a small oh, fact. That's what I thought it was. Exactly, exactly what I thought too. I was like, oh, okay, so it's just a right. It's a, it's a. Uh, we don't have time for a full fact. We're just going to give you like this little bit of a fact, a taste, and, uh, taste of a fact. Yeah. Now, yeah, if that's the so, case, if it's actually the flip of that, meaning it's it's presented as true, but it's not uh-huh. true. Why I don't think anyone knows that. I think everybody uses it the way you and I use it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Factoids. People I think, think so factoids too. just a small thing. I think fact. when you think, oh, hey, I've got a little factoid for you. Uh, cheese is uh, made from dairy. Oh, no way. Really? Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Nobody That's ever says, example. hey, I got a little factoid for you. Oh, what's that? Cheese is made from chicken brains. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. But apparently that's that's more accurate as to what a factoid is. Yeah. That, uh, According to Gwen, mind. yeah. I mean, I haven't verified this, but Gwen, we're going to take your word for it until someone tells us yeah, different. we trust you. Yeah, we sway like the wind here. We'll do whatever. We'll get whichever way you guys say to go. Yeah. All right. Uh, Brian Dunaway is out uh, this week for stuff during his normal Babel yes. Royale time. And so we have a sit-in, a stand-in, really. <laughs> um, and, he, he uh, might be sitting. He might be standing. My guess. I'm going to bet that he's sitting. He's probably sitting. And uh, the the good thing is we keep it in the film sack family. So let's do this. 
Uh, yes, that music signifies today is the half asses, and uh, we have with us Mr. Randy Jordan. Hello, Randy. Good morning, morning stream. In Good morning. Two, in 2006, I got to see The Descent at an Alamo Drafthouse special screening yeah. where we had to drive 90 minutes out into the country to a place called Longhorn Caverns, and the whole audience sat with their backs into the cave, Ugh. and a, a huge transportable screen was set up. Oh, wow. And but it it was unbelievable. Like, like they they made a big deal out of it. Like they gave everybody hard hats. Yeah. Like and you, sure. and you had to bring your own chairs and yeah. like go sit in the, with your backs into this cave. And there were so many people who left. Like in the first like twenty minutes of the movie, so many people just got up and went to their cars and went home. It's a scary wow. ass movie. Like one of the scariest I've ever seen. And then putting people in an actual cave to do a viewing of it. That's yeah. just insane to me. Oh my gosh. No kidding. That's, that's a, you may have to have people like sitting in the cave, like in uh, black onesies, like, you know, moving <laughs> rocks around every once in a while, knocking over. They, a, they yeah. actually, they actually let you know in advance, like before the movie started, there's a guy on a mic, you know, a DJ getting people excited. Yeah. It was like, yeah. I just want you to know we are not going to, there. you know, you, there's not going to be anybody in that cave. <laughs> the cave is completely empty. We're not going to do anything extra here. Mm-hmm. You're just going to watch a movie. All you're doing is watching a movie. Yeah. And of course it was still the most terrifying thing. This is a great example of a sequel that's never holds up to the original the oh, Descent there was 2 a is sequel bad. to the Descent? Yeah. It's not really. great. They tried. They made a valiant attempt. It didn't even come close to the mm. to the Descent. Great movie though. Man. Yeah. There's also a good video game that it was completely unrelated to the movie, but it was basically like you were flying in a ship in like a grid of of rooms and there was no, no up. Yeah, it was like called uh, basically... Descent was the name of that. Um Yeah. <laughs> well, you said The Descent, didn't you? Or I no, I didn't. Oh. I said uh, great movie, but a uh, really good game. Oh, I know okay. I know the movie is The Descent and the game is Descent, but it's but I never said the name of it. Yeah, Just yeah. Descent. Wait, you couldn't go up? Never. I thought the whole thing was you could go 360 degrees in that thing. You no? could go 360, but there was no up. Like you would, there was no you didn't know which way was there was not a, a defined oh, oh, now I'm flying right, right. side up. Right. I'm you're just constantly left right down that's true. That, those were awesome games. Oh my gosh, love them! Descent, I love this. De- Descent. I'm sorry, Descent, the video game, was yeah. one of those games that uh, were used by developers later to study people getting motion sick. Oh really? And, oh, and like I they, believe they, it. Yeah, they learned all kinds of things about what you can do in terms of bobbing and yeah. what you can't do if you if you don't want. You people can still to get the that. original uh, Descent. Let's see. Um, yeah, Descent. From '95, the original game for ten bucks on Steam, nine ninety nine. Oh wow, totally worth playing. Probably Mac compatible because I remember playing it on my Mac. At least the version I had was Mac compatible. I don't know if Steam's version is. Oh yeah, it is. It's uh, uh, Linux, Mac, and 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 Windows. Anyway, Descent. Get in there. That'd be a good ten bucks. Well spent. It's basically the video game version of the Cube, or was it the Cube? What's the one with? Or is it just that was might just be called Cube? I never saw people going through the uh, the grid of. Cubes. Never saw yeah. Cube. Was Cube good? Is that worth seeing? It's worth seeing for film sack. Okay. <laughs> All right. I might. Uh, yeah. I might. We, we can might make that happen. We it's, don't have. I wish like, October uh, was longer. I wish we had like two months. Oh, of October. totally, totally do. Yeah. Yeah. What was the? Uh, um. What was the movie you watched on Netflix that was kind of like a? Um. It was a. Uh, a platform that that would lower. Oh, the platform. 
Was it just called the platform? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think. Hold on. Yeah, the platform. It's a good name for it because that's the only. That's the, really the most important thing I could remember. But it was an allegory of like the the haves and the have-nots. Yeah, and, uh, I love that movie. I it's a Spanish film. I listened to it yeah. in English though, and it was fine. It had good had a good yeah. dub. But um, I still that's that's one I think about all the time. That's fantastic. Because it's, yeah, it's, well, it's Q, equal parts. It feels a lot like that, like this, this yeah. science fiction conceit where you're just like, oh, I'm in a, it's just a big, it's just a big uh, connected set of shipping containers, basically. <laughs> well, now you make me want to play Descent. That's fantastic. There we go. Good. Uh, well, let's play this game instead. Hey, uh, sure. hey, Brian, explain to Randy and I how this works and how we're okay. going to win things and all that. Oh. Welcome to the morning, Half Asses, a trivia game where I'm actually going to be giving you guys the answers. I'm going to give Scott and Randy a category and six possible answers. Three of those answers are correct, and three of them, uh, like uh, somebody saying the Foo Fighters, are incorrect. Because that that is wrong. Um, oh, depending on how confident you feel with the category, you can provide one, two, or three guesses. But if you get any guesses wrong, you get zero points for that round. Get one right gets you a point. Two right gets you three points. And three right gets you five points. The player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant. And I've pulled a couple of contestants that you guys are going to be playing for, folks that aren't able to be here live. Scott, you're playing for Andy Resch in Spencerport, New York. Wow, Andy Resch. Hello, Andy you're Resch. my friend. Yeah, uh, Randy, it's too bad I didn't have Randy playing for Andy, but Randy, you're playing for David Linovitz in Phoenix, Arizona. It's a dry right. heat, like a furnace. Yeah, it, yeah. Is like, it is like a dry furnace. Oh, my gosh. Yes. All right. These seem like two nice individuals I'm happy to play for. That's great. Yes, I think no matter, no matter who wins, uh, everybody will come out a winner on this one. All right, sure. let's get to question number one. You guys, uh, you, remember, you remember money? You remember how we used to all have these... Uh, these pieces of paper and pieces of metal that we would keep and we would pay for goods and services with those oh, things. Yeah. I've Back kept in the nineteen hundreds. Yeah. That's oh, right. Exactly. Well, for a while we had uh, presidential quarters and then they uh switched more recently to um landmark quarters. I want you to tell me oh, why isn't it showing there we go. Show me or tell me, show me, which mountains you can find on US state quarters. So any state quarters, um, whether it's the the, I know I guess the presidential ones will be presidential quarters, not state quarters. So it's, yeah, state quarters. Uh, your choices are Mount Rainier, Mount Washington, Half Dome, Pikes Peak, Mount Rushmore, and the Grand Teton. Jeez. Grief. This is going to be hard. This is harder <laughs> yeah. than I thought. I thought it would be obvious ones, but like yeah. one of these looks like it should be obvious, but I, I don't think I've seen this. Oh, I'm going to, this is going to be guesswork. I'm doing two. Wow. Today. Okay. Okay. I'll do. Whoops, I don't want that one. I'm gonna do. I'm doing these two. <laughs> okay. All right. Scott and Randy have both locked in. Uh, you both locked in on Mount Rainier, and yeah, that is a hundred percent on the uh, um, the uh, Seattle or the Washington State quarter. Um, Half Dome. Also correct. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys, you should have kept Mount Rushmore, Scott, and Damn not it. switched over to Mount Washington because Mount Washington is. Not there we go. Not on a state quarter. Crap, Randy ahead. Randy, Randy so, coming in with three points already. So Jeez. these were these were some really good guesses. Like on the on the losers here. Like yeah, I, every one of those. I'm I'm shocked. You could make that, a case for Pikes Peak. You could uh, make a case for Grand Teton, Mount Washington for sure. Yeah, yeah all I wasn't of these willing are good to answers. lock in on Rushmore because it just feels like it's overused. Like mm -hmm. it's on yeah. everything. That's why I didn't. <laughs> that's why I shaded shied away from it. It's like it no did way. feel like a like a trap, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
Uh, that's all right. We got question number two. Let's go to sports. Uh, a little NBA. Uh, Scott might have a slight advantage on, on this a little bit. NBA franchises franchises that never relocated. So uh, uh, franchises that have stayed in the same city in which they started. Detroit Pistons, Memphis Grizzlies, Utah Jazz, Minnesota Timberwolves, Dallas Mavericks, and Chicago Bulls. So Three of those never moved. have never moved. Three of them uh, relocated. So these are ones that have – we want to choose the ones that have never moved. Right? Correct. Never locate, Correct. relocated. Ugh. NBA franchises that never relocated. All right. Boy, another hard one here. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, okay. I'm going to say that was an expansion team, so maybe. Oh, boy. <sighs> I'm going with these. Okay. Scott's locked in. Randy yet to it's, give an answer? What's happening? I, I click and it disappears. There oh, you I see. No. Um, all right. Okay, locked in. Both of you, you guys, all locked in on different ones. Uh, both of you, smart enough not to uh, click on the Utah Jazz, which of course is New Orleans. Yeah, the New Orleans Jazz that moved to Utah. Um, Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, they've they've stayed put. Chicago Bulls have stayed put. Dallas Mavericks have stayed ah! put. Those are your three answers. Shit. Unfortunately. Detroit Pistons came from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and uh, the Memphis Grizzlies started in Vancouver. Were they called the Pist- the Fort Wayne Pistons at the they were, time? They were called the Fort Wayne Pistons. Yeah, that's that crazy. Is hard to believe. I felt like that was the most. <laughs> Detroit felt of the like answers. the lock, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like Detroit. It's yeah, well, I, that blows yeah. my mind that they that, that they had Pistons. I don't even know what to make of that. Wow. Because yeah. Detroit and the I cars could, and the Pistons and stuff, right? That's the yeah, idea. Exactly. Usually yeah. on a on a question like this, you just want to go east to west. the The further east something is, the more likely <laughs> that it's been there That's, all along. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Timberwolves up. felt like, uh, or not Timberwolves, but Grizzlies felt like. Uh, I felt like that one should have been uh, obvious. Like you're not going to find a lot of Grizzlies in Memphis, but you think that maybe they come from somewhere. Where did, where did they start? From? They started in Vancouver. Vancouver, Vancouver Grizzlies. Grizzlies. That makes sense. Yeah. There's Grizzlies yeah. up there. <laughs> yeah. I imagine. I mean, there they've are. got a Memphis or Grizzlies somewhere near Memphis, I'm sure. Yeah, All right. Well, let's get do. to this last one. Right. Randy going into this last one with three points. Scott, you need to put some points on the board. Okay. Your final question is car nameplates that lasted more than 55 years. So these, these cars specifically the names of these cars, whether or not the body shapes have changed, et cetera, et cetera, that have lasted more than 55 years. Your choices are the Porsche 911, the Ford Mustang, the AMC Ambassador, the Honda Civic, the Chevy Suburban, and the Lincoln Town Car. All right. Somebody of give, those. Me, give me a, uh, give me a, how, how long ago was 55 years? Uh, 68? Uh, 60, Is that right? No, 60, 68. 68. Yeah. That's yeah. correct. Okay. 68. Which of those were created after October 9th, 19, well, I guess, or they could have been created before actually and lasted 55 years. I'm going, I'm going true. for all three here. Oh my gosh. Okay. You're going all out. This is terrifying. I'm terrified. In. Damn it. All right. Uh, I'm choosing. Shit. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm going all three. I'm laughing and crying at the same time. This I don't know so what to hard. do. It's a hard one. All right. Oh, look at that. All right. Uh, you guys both locked in on the Honda Civic. The Honda Civic went from uh, 1972. Damn it! Started in 1972 and is still going strong. Aww. However, that uh, that's just 50 years, 51 years, Aww. unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, the one, the correct ones, Randy got two of the three: Porsche 911 and Ford Mustang. Mm. Porsche 911 uh, started in 1963. 
So it's celebrating its um, uh, 58th year. No, I'm sorry. It's 60th. 60th in, my, year. in my head, that's an 80s car. And I don't know why. It just is in my yeah, head. I, I mean, I know you um, could get a 911 then, but it just the name just sounds like 80s. The Ford Mustang 1965 to present, Chevy Suburban 1935 to present, Lincoln Town Car went from 81 to 2011, the AMC Ambassador, the shortest <laughs> one on the list from 1958 to 1974. What's that? Just like uh, 16 years. Yeah, wait. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, what is that? I don't car? even. I don't even. Couldn't even tell you what an AMC Ambassador looked like. Honestly, I'm looking right now. Uh, oh wow, but, boring, uh, boring as hell. Since, that thing. Boring. Since yeah, this AMC, is AMC made boring cars. Boring yeah, cars. Since this is the car talk episode i just want to i just want to admit to having survived trying to replace my own uh, suspension on a car mm. don't ever do that mm. you should never ever ever replace your own suspension wow it oh God, will yeah. it will kill you yeah you yeah, will no. you will die in your garage at home <laughs> when, when you fail to properly compress a spring i don't feel oh, like yeah, i no. would be able to do that at all not even no. come close. brakes and rotors that that is absolutely the extent of uh <laughs> what the kind of car <laughs> Car replacement maintenance. I'm going to do. I, I will say, early ambassadors, AMC ambassadors, kind of had a cool vibe, but the the stuff they did in the late 60s and 70s, just the ugliest, most boring car ever. Really? Yeah. Okay. Some of the coupes uh, and TV's stuff. TV's Travis says suburban. Hmm, I call foul there. What do you call foul on uh, TV's Travis? Yeah, suburban, suburban been around uh, forever, long. 1935. Time. Yeah. 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 I wish I'd guessed it. Uh, it's a it, it's a remarkable vehicle in that it's kind of the same shape as it's always been. Yeah. Nothing yeah. else. Uh, nothing. Well, on this list, the Porsche 911 is pretty similar. But like these marks love to change their car shapes. Yeah. Oh and yeah. It's so it's so weird to me. Like when you see <clears throat> one of these Mustang electric versions now, and it looks nothing. It doesn't even look like a Ford. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 Subur- Suburban is oh, the yeah, only one but... I even thought was correct on here it was the only one i was 100 percent about because i know my grandma had one well done scott yeah uh, you know I, i'll take it as a small loss victory that's what i'll do, <laughs> uh, do. speaking of which uh, who, so who won what right. here so uh uh scott uh andy resh uh well actually randy you won so david linovitz in phoenix arizona you're getting a copy of uh, seems probably appropriate monaco i hope that's a oh, racing game and backbone on Steam. <laughs> no, nope, uh, Monaco is a it's a top down roguelike uh, little escape oh, really? simulator thing. Yeah, it's nothing like oh. a car thing. <laughs> a what simulator? <laughs> it's like a little not escape, but like a little. Um, uh, it's like it's stealth. A stealth game. So, yeah, stealth game. Yeah, little two D stealth game. game. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, uh, you're getting those, uh, David Linovitz. But uh, Andy Rash, you're also going to be getting into the pit, mm. which uh, kind of sounds like descent. It does. <laughs> descent. Yeah, enjoy enjoy the pit. So for me, for Randy, and for our winners. Congratulations. You're <laughs> a winner. Everybody wins. Uh, nice. Randy, that was fun. You'll be back here Wednesday doing the same because uh, Dunaway's got stuff. He's got meetings all week or something. I'll be right. back. Yeah, you'll be back. Yes. And uh, then in that day, we'll have an actual contestant on the air, which will be super weird. Let's see what we can do on Wednesday. Randy, have a fantastic couple of days. We'll see you then. <laughs> see you, Randy. <laughs> Click. Yep. Cut them off right as I meant to. You got them. Take that, buddy. All right. We got to do some quick news, and we'll do that now. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by... Finally getting an air fryer. Yeah, we got an air fryer. Um, Nice. They're on sale at Costco. We just got an air convection oven, basically. Essentially, yeah. Um, It's one of the tabletop ones. Uh, Is it the Cuisinart? 
Yes, Cuisinart brand. Mm-hmm. We had the choice that or the Ninja one that everyone seems to think is good. Oh no, I the the I say the Cuisinart is the better one to get. Yeah, we went we went Cuisinart and um, very happy with it. We for that for our horror movie night we yeah. we did uh, homemade nuggets. Uh, nice. We did some. Uh, what else we do in there? Some and by stuff. we, uh, Kim cooked them, right? Yeah, I did load up the tray, but she did the. <laughs> she did the whole. Let's okay. check all, all right. the little buttons, make sure everything's cool. Part, but yep. um, and I'm still trying to figure it out. I burnt some toast on it yesterday. I'm still not entirely good at it. Oh but, yeah. Oh, uh, we love um, it for. I mean, just even toast. We're really happy with like. Oh, okay, a three setting with one to two slices and gets us a, a nice perfect. Uh, light brown color on our toast i did this thing where i had it on the bottom shelf oh and, yeah and no, you it burned the bottom the, uh, and the top was like hardly any toasting at all so i was like okay yeah. i gotta i yeah. gotta equal that out put it in the center somewhere uh but i'm looking forward to using it more i like it it's pretty oh rad. for sure yeah the thing is great with um with frozen food and also um like reheating things that you don't want to burn mm. just do a little quick air fry on it um, what's a good example of that? Um, I wouldn't do it with, with pizza. Oh, really? I've heard that's good. Like leftover no? pizza. Leftover pizza in the toaster oven is the way to go, though. I mean, but I don't know. But, well, yeah, you could do air fry. Yeah, you know what? You could do air fry on that. Mm. It's really, like I said, it's just an air convection. Um, I do. I just do regular toaster oven settings for reheating pizza. Mm. But uh, oh, That's good to know. I'm going to use it today for something. Nobody's here today, so I think I'm going to be making whatever I'm making. I'm, I'm going to figure out something good. I don't know why. Oh, for sure. Yeah, chips, great. Potato like potato wedges, uh, great. Reheating French fries. Like when you go someplace and they give you way more French fries than you want, just yep. bring them home, throw them in the air fryer, and they're even better. They're better when than you when you got them. them and, yep. and get them crispy on the outside, chewy on the inside. I want that. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. It's ideal. I'm trying to cut down on fries, but I'll, I'll make an exception. Well, sure. I'll make an exception. <laughs> I'll eat some reheated fries. <laughs> for this, for science, I'll make an exception. Yeah, why not? Uh, all right. We have a story about a 13-foot. Uh, here in America, we still do feet, everyone. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. 13 foot long python. It's a big old snake. Survived five months eating nothing but cats in a, in a trailer oh, park. Yep. Jeez. Eating everybody's cats. Um, <laughs> an expert hired to get rid of a big snake slithering around the South Oklahoma City Mobile Park found a python that was 13 feet long and had been in the neighborhood for around five months. <clears throat> here's, the, here's the quote We're talking that thing has been eating opossums. Foot-long rats and cats, said Trevor Bounds. <laughs> Foot-long rats? Yeah. You had, you get a deal right. on them at the, at the subway if you at go the in. the subway, I'm sure, yes. It's a $5 foot-long rat. Yeah. Yum, yum. Uh, this is Trevor Bounds of Red Beard Wildlife Control. <laughs> the mouth of that thing is the size of your foot, and when it opens up, you're going to be able to fit something pretty large in there. <laughs> Staff of the mobile park said, uh, sorry, had told residents to be on the lookout throughout the week, according to Next Star's KFOR. I, don't I picture, by the way, that guy, uh, definitely a blonde <laughs> mullet and a jean jacket. Yeah. Carrying a, carrying a net, Yep, basically. He's the kind of guy you want to come get rid of that bee problem you got. That's right. Exactly. Um, see, the alert sent out said that we'd be taking care of it soon. Experts say more than likely the snake was a pet. That either got loose or the owner let it out on purpose. The constricting is what can be dangerous, says Bounds. Mm. You can't you can't have small children or pets going near this thing. That's why this should have been tackled a whole lot sooner. Things could have been much worse. Unquote. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, 
I was wrong. Uh, he has. Uh, he's a. He's a ginger. He's basically. I thought the town was Redbeard, but uh, <laughs> no. Redbeard's animal control is the. Uh, oh, it's because he's like a it's, ginger guy. He's a. He's, he's a ginger a guy with a literally a red beard. I, like I thought. Oh, Redbeard wildlife control. Like we live in a town called Redbeard. Yeah. You know, and he's the the wildlife control guy. Nope. He's uh, Redbeard's wildlife control, and there he is holding a skunk in the photo I just put in our Discord. Funny enough. I feel like I know more. If I know a lot of redheads, and I don't, but when I do know them, I yeah. feel like their names are more often Trevor than any other name. Huh. Okay. That may sound a little odd or limited uh, data, and it is, yeah. but I swear all of the Trevors I know have red red hair. Can't explain it. Interesting. I don't know too many Trevors who don't. Oh, yeah, look at this guy. He's like, hey. That's the actual guy. By the way, that looks like it's absolutely his uh, Twitter uh, profile. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just reposts horrible racist stuff. On yep. Twitter with this that, is this with is that the profile pic. <laughs> this is the this is the profile pic you don't want. I don't know why people still do it. You don't want it. Quit yeah, doing. I'm curious it. as to um, it looks like he's got the the Star Wars scroll mm. taped to his uh, sun visor. I'm trying to figure that business out. Oh yeah, what's that? Hold on. It's a dark time in the weird. <laughs> Here, Chad, look at this. I'll zoom in up top. See that? That's yeah. like the scroll going. Dark days have been here for the empire. <laughs> and, uh, a young Luke Skywalker. Yes. Zip, zip, zip. Exactly. Yes. That's great. Um, uh, part of me hopes that's exactly what that is, but it's that'd be not. great if it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Japan did a thing that should frighten us all. Japan, uh, Japan startup unveiled a 15 foot robot suit for space exploration. Wow, so it's taller than that python. Yeah. Two feet taller than the python. That's right. And basically, they made a Gundam. That's what this is. Oh, no kidding. Do they have a picture of it? Uh, let's see. I'm Somewhere sure in here. Do, right? They I have think so. to. Yeah. Pretty sure it's in here. Let's see. 15-foot robot suit for exploration. Video. Right. Uh, is there a photo? No video, looks like. And I can't uh, get this video Loading ad. Oh, my gosh. This stupid ad. Oh, this is such an ad-heavy. Yeah, this is bad. Ugh. Okay, well, that's going to take a while. Here's what it says. Yeah. Engineers in Japan have created a 3.5-ton robot suit that resembles a character from a hugely popular animation series, which they hope to use for space ex- exploration and in emergency situations. So let's say you had another big uh, Fukushima um, uh, earthquake. This you, yeah. You'd suit up in a couple of these and go out there and move debris and, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> this thing, all right, now that they're showing the photos, it is seriously like the... Um, it's like a combination Gundam and the the suit that Sigourney Weaver wore in Aliens. Oh yeah, dude! Why can't it's I get got, this to run? This won't run for it, me. It's all. Oh really? Yeah, the the, the video's frozen. I don't know why. What's going I don't on? Know, bummer. Yeah, it's all it's all wheels on the bottom, so it doesn't walk. It just rolls, which I guess is difficult in in <laughs> disaster terrain. But yeah. okay, whatever. Sure, whatever you got. Oh, and here the we inside, go. oh my god, the cockpit is all video screens, no windows. So basically, you can have a completely. He's completely um, like if there's a, a nuclear explosion, uh, he won't get blinded at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that thing. You're not. You know what? You're not wrong about the the Sigourney Weaver suit, but even more so, I'm getting um, the the mechs they the used to the mechs they used to fight oh you know what I'm thinking of Titanfall the game Titanfall you have these oh, huge yeah. robots you get in yeah. and, and you're you're it's about this ratio of person to robot a little tiny guy in the cockpit and then yeah it's a lot closer to that you're right that's yeah. cool that's that rad really cool. 
What is this? A first, I'm sorry, I just scrolled down. Scientists invent the first ever breathing, sweating, shivering robot. What are you doing? <laughs> why are we doing that? What, what do we want to do that for? And why gotcha. Is he- <laughs> they, they hooked in with their little... Uh- their little what do they call those the, the little uh the chum ads chum yes yeah. oh yeah chum's perfect word for those here look at this thing though you got to see this look at that robot oh that's kind of cool actually yeah it's scary oh but also, that is scary that is like that is like nightmare video game character fuel right yeah, there yeah this is where the the billionaire is trying to live forever is inside of this and yeah. he's yeah coordinating world dominant control over the world or whatever Wow. You finally made it into my secret boss lair. Now you will die. I can't believe you defeated all my mini bosses on the way here. Yep. Then the music kicks in. And then you're, yep. I can't find any. Exactly. I was going to find Whatever some. Whatever you music. do, don't destroy those barrels on the side because I've put life in them. That's I've right. <laughs> health potions. Oh, this, this doesn't work at all. That's too happy. That's happy Nintendo music. Yeah, that's, you're not fighting this guy without yeah. music. Going Forget on. it. Doesn't even count. You, need, you have some dead space music, Andy? <laughs> no, <'Cause> that's <laughs> not that's Andy. what I'm seeing with this guy. Uh, we are going to call that good and, and move on and take a break. When we come back, major spoilers and some Steven time. We've got a couple of things coming up with him. Uh, some other stuff, too. So stick around. Brian, play a song, please. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go to uh, some rock right now. This is a band called Solely Veil. Uh, S-O-L-E-L-Y-V-E-I-L. Solely Veil. I don't know. I don't know the basis of the name because it's a hard one to say. Um, this is a, a, a debut single from them. It's called Serenity. It's coming from their uh, album Conquer, which is going to be released next year, produced by Nick Miller, Edward Fenley, and Elliot Polikoff. Um, Alan Wheeler is your your main dude uh, for the Sacramento band. It's uh, he's lead singer songwriter and. Um, uh, musical arrangement composer composer for all this stuff they put composure but i i believe uh <laughs> they wrote composure oops they wrote composure but i think that might be appropriate like you know you can com- you can com- com- compose the music as opposed to i don't know yeah composure. i don't know what they're Compo- doing yeah what it's composed of as opposed to uh oh the composure of the piece the composure of the music exactly i yes. see gotcha anyway sacramento california solely veil here's the song serenity like lightning or thunder clouds my brain nothing I can do nothing you can say let the morning sun forgive me for all that's come to pass curse I day while I decay inside this house of glass Shit! 
How do everyone sleep? I'll go first, with your mother and erotically. What are we eating? Don't care. I love it. You just sit there, you look Mexican. And we've returned. Tell me who that was again, please. Yeah, that's the band Solely Veil from their upcoming album, uh, which is going to be called... uh, um conquer but you can get this single right now it's their debut single and it's called serenity serenity now serenity now all right let's get some serenity in the form of hayes kansas connections and talk to our old pal steven which begins like this and now welcome steven to the show he's a huge freaking nerd dollar dollar bills y'all yeah he is big big nerd uh, Stephen, welcome to the show. Happy fall to you, sir. How are you doing? Oh, hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hello. Thank you. I'm doing well. Every time I hear dollar dollar bills, I just sit there and I'm like doing the you know scraping your hands. Yeah, like you do like that. yeah, doing like the yeah, make it rain. Are you making it rain in the? Uh, I am. I <laughs> am trying to make it rain in the dust bowl, America's dust bowl, or whatever it is. <laughs> Uh, hey, real quick, uh, Halloween stuff. Are you planning on any big deals? Are you going to dress up? Are you going to, you know? No. no. So we we take off on all of our major spoiler stuff on, on the 31st in the evening because you can't record right. with every five seconds the doorbell yeah. rings. So we'll oh, put yeah. out. I'll uh, sit there by the door for about an hour and hand out candy. Used to be when we were ooh, a long time ago when the boys were young. Our neighborhood was the place to come to yeah. get candy. Mm-hmm. Our whole subdivision. Now, not so much, and I'm okay with that. You're all right with it, yeah. 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 I'm kind of, uh, I mean, Kim's still, you know, nuts. She loves the full candy bars. She knows that we're going to get targeted by kids who know about it. Like, they're just going <laughs> to, it's going to be a this real is the night. the full-size candy bar house. Yeah, but I just, I'm kind of, I sit there usually and either have like a Steam Deck in my lap or I'm drawn on an iPad or something on the couch. And I'll get up, give it out, but by about an hour... I'm done. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, I give out. I give out big handfuls of candy, so we'll run through it faster. Oh, that's My a wife's good idea. Like, Just give them two, and I'm like, no, give them five. Give yeah. them a whole handful. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm. You know what? I got a plan this year. I'm going to be done quicker than anybody. Exactly. Yeah. Once yeah. you're out, you just turn the lights off, and that's exactly. all you can do. Yeah, and when some high kid will go home. Up, I know it's. When the oh, high school yeah. kids show up, I know it's over, and I'm just dumping the whole uh, bowl into their bag. Yeah, of course. Speak, right? Yeah. What else are you going to do? You're going to wait for them to toothpaste your windows? you got to give them what exactly. they want. Oh, man. Uh, something for the, the teenagers who show up with no costume. That's right. Hey, uh, we got some news uh, in the uh, comics front, by the way. Um, a costume you probably wouldn't want to create, and that is the infamous Captain America Rob Liefeld rendition. Uh, <laughs> that drawing. I mean, that it is... is- so infam- infamous yep. it was for a heroes uh, reborn thing yeah and you you say it everybody i think if you've read comic books since 1993 this thing is all over the place you can't go yeah. online without seeing you uh, know. Captain america's giant boobs yeah exactly you just all you have to do is hear hear that term and it's like oh yeah in my head i know exactly what we're what we're talking about it's got like 14 or 15 uh physical problems with it like it's <laughs> right. the, it's the chest is all wrong. The perspective yeah. on the chest itself is wrong. The star is yeah. facing too much forward compared to where his arm is. It's almost like his boob moved right. there. Like it's uh, exactly almost like he has three boobs and you're just seeing the right one and a half of the center one. Yeah. And there's probably a star, two stars on his chest. Yep. And every face Liefeld ever used to draw always reminded me of red skull without the red. Like, <laughs> yeah. Almost like there's yeah. no nose there. It's just not right. Anyway, Liefeld for all his strengths. Really good. <laughs> the shield's yeah, the shield's fine, I suppose. But Liefeld for all of his uh, you know, 
success in his life. He created Deadpool and Cable, and you know he's got yeah. some stuff under his belt. And his whole time in Image was a big deal and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, no, nobody's giving him big awards for Captain America renderings. However, this thing's about to go on auction. And I'm guessing right. it's going to make a crap shit ton of money because of how bad it is. That's why it'll okay. sell. Because it is so iconic, I think it will sell for a lot. But here are the last couple of Rob Liefeld uh, pieces of art that went on sale at Heritage Auction. The first is the Rob Liefeld New Mutants number 98, page 13. Yeah. It sold oh. for $93,000. Yep. First, first shot of Deadpool, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. yeah. That's a lot of money. It's definitely got cable all over the the page. Yeah, cable. So. I, didn't cable and and Deadpool appear like debut in that comic in the same time? I guess just the same run, but it wasn't the same same issue. Yeah. yeah, the cheapest one that it looks like they've sold is Rob Liefeld's The New Mutants Annual Number Six, the Cable pinup picture yeah. of Cable just being just huge and bulky and everything. That one sold. Cable getting cable. I know, right? Uh, Thirty-eight thousand for that. So, Jeez. I'm going to guess that this one's probably going to sell between seventy-five and one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. If it goes more than that, I mean, Jim Lee's cover to X-Men when that launched, he, I think I can't remember. He still has it. I think he sold that for like three million dollars a couple of years ago because he needed to pay for wow. his kids' college. Um, <laughs> and yeah. he's got a lot of kids, so uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, they got some uh, John Romita Jr. stuff up. For this, oh yeah, they the got a auction. Heritage Auctions is great. It's ha.com or I think it's now it's comics.ha.com. Yeah. But they do a lot of the high-end comic stuff and sometimes you can find original art fairly inexpensive. But when it comes to dealing with the high-end quality art, even old comics that have been graded really high, they'll they'll sell them. Oh yeah, look at all of And they, they do a great a job. Ton of this stuff in here. Yeah. Oh, wow. And they also, if, if you're someone who is into uh, retro gaming, Scott, yeah. uh, they will also sell like the unopened package of like the Legend of Zelda, the gold edition or whatever from way back in the day. And those things sell for like a million and a half bucks. Oh, my gosh. Really? Wow. Hey, you know, the, there's that they, internet. Buff. They have some animation frames up here, too, or animation uh, cells that they sell. Uh-huh. And yeah. one of them is, you know, the, the Mimi, um, uh, I can't think of his name all of a sudden, uh, um, He-Man. Where he's like yeah. laughing and singing. What's the name of that song? Oh yeah. Well, he's <laughs> the one that they put it to is uh, "What's What's Up" by Four Non Blood. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that whole thing, yeah. right? Um, he's the the one of him laughing and pulling his head back with all the stars behind him, which they use constantly in that video. Mm-hmm. Is currently mm-hmm. on sale. The current bid is five twenty five. Uh, it ends. That's not bad. No, it's not too bad. They want six. Looks like the buyer or the seller wants six thirty. Uh, by the end of it, he wants six hundred and thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if it gets there. But that, that's really nothing. I mean, compare. I mean, for as iconic as that image would be, that is super cheap. If it is the original cell, like I have some original Cowboy Bebop cells uh, of Faye Valentine and Spike Spiegel, and I think I have one of Ed. Mm-hmm. And just by themselves, those will sell for over thirty five hundred dollars for each one of those. Oh my gosh. Wow. So 600 bucks, that's that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. They also, that's a bargain. They also selling for me. they're selling NFTs here and um boy, they're not oh, going for much. They have sure. historic sales stuff that when they did sell, you know, when those things were going through the roof, people were buying, you know, this let's see what's this one, Crypto Punk Face number 6503 for $362,000. But those days are gone, folks. Yeah. Yeah, people are realizing uh NFT not worth the the paper that it's not printed on. Yep. Basically, that is correct. 
Um, all right. Well, there's that. Watch for that if you're into uh, Liefeld or Captain America or whatever, and you can go see. Well, even even better. Uh, Rob Liefeld did an update oh, yeah, of his infamous picture with uh, Sam Wilson Falcon. Yeah, love that. Love that new version. It's like, all right, that he he always seemed to be like totally fine to be in on the joke. Like, yeah, I know this sucked. Uh, yeah. I don't. I, I, so here's the thing: love him or hate him. Rob Liefeld is certainly somebody that doesn't back down and is certainly somebody who takes a lot of this in stride. Yes. But if you try to criticize that Captain America one, he's like, no, this is good art. Oh, really? Oh, I thought that it's like he doubles down like recently in the last couple of years. Oh, maybe. But but uh, at the time, he he was super defensive of it, really. Yeah, there was a Wolverine yeah. page that he shared with people, and uh, one person went in and said, ah, maybe he's a little bit too bulky, and Liefeld just ripped him apart, <laughs> top to bottom. And I was like, you have got to be kidding oh, me. Oh, jeez. Uh, so, wow. yeah, love him or hate him, Rob Liefeld is definitely somebody who sticks by his yeah. beliefs and his and his view on art. Well, so. my problem, my problem okay. though, with this, this one that he did of Sam mm-hmm. is that it's actually better. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's actually the chest isn't the chest isn't as big. It's not as big. Yeah. He's also his face his face works better. Like this is this is Liefeld doing better work now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know whatever everybody gets better over time, but I I feel like this isn't ridiculous enough. <laughs> like it's too down to earth. I don't know. I can't can't quite put my <laughs> finger on it. But when you put the two together, I mean that Captain America, that Steve Rogers one is a joke. Oh yeah, oh, it's it's horrible. It's so bad. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's a cool thing he did. Um. Let's talk about Dark Horse Comics announcing The Midnight Show. I don't know what this is or what the reference is, but I want to know more because it looks <laughs> Okay, cool. so here's how I would describe it. So this is from uh, Cullen Bunn and Brian Hurt, the duo behind The Sixth Gun, which oh, I know you love. I love that series so much. And Cullen Bunn does great horror stuff. So the premise behind The Midnight Show is that uh, 50 years ago during a – there's this guy called um, – uh, Basil Saxon, who was this schlocky horror movie director. And on his last movie, the set burned to the ground and the film was never completed and thought lost until finally somebody found a copy of the midnight show or found a copy of his last movie. And they are debuting it at this kind of like fan convention, a midnight showing mm-hmm. of this uh, long lost movie. Sure. And so, you know, people are all over packing the theaters and this is taking place in a small town. And as they're watching the movie, Weird things happen in the town, like this couple is out walking at night, and one of them's like, "Did you hear hear something?" Uh, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, a wolf man jumps out and and kills kills them. Oh my! And then two old men are down by the river fishing. It's like, "Oh, them fish sure are biting." And then you know, like the creature from the Black Lagoon jumps out and kills them. And so all of these movie monsters are coming to life while this movie is going on. Yeah. And so it feels like, as I kind of talked about on the Major Spoilers podcast, it's like if Monster Squad met uh, Elvira. (laughs) Okay. Oh, wow. And this whole thing just feels like, even though it's set in a modern day, it feels like it is channeling 1980s horror movies. I'm looking at the cover. It's almost, it almost channels like Crypt Keeper era. A little bit, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's something yeah. about that. Like, you, it, given if this, if you tattered this up and yellowed it a little, I'd say, oh, look, this old comic from the '50s huh. before they cracked down on, you know, scary comics for kids or whatever. It has that vibe to it. Yeah, I absolutely love these creators; they're amazing. And if you've never read the Six Gun, you should all stop what you're doing and do it. Um, but now that you've said that these guys are involved, this is a no-brainer for me. I'm getting this. Yeah, this came out last week. 
from Dark Horse, so it's available everywhere. Your comic shop probably still has copies, and you can get it um, digitally through Comixology up on the Amazon website. So it's uh, if you're looking for a fun, and I say fun in that it's not total slasher, blood and gut, score porn kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it feels like a 1980s horror movie. Yeah, without the you know without Freddy coming out and slashing you up. I say sign me up is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. I'm going to get it. It's good. All right. Talking about good, entertaining That's things so you cool. can get. There's also a lot of that happening over at Major Spoilers. Why don't you tell the fine folks what and where and how? Oh, yeah. So I don't know about you guys, but I've been playing Lamplighters League since the demo dropped a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Uh, it's like XCOM meets Cthulhu. Yeah, yeah and it looks really cool. Love the art it, style on this. I the art style it. is awesome. It has some issues. Um mainly some buggy stuff that I think they'll fix in an upcoming patch frame rate drops and all those kinds of things. Sure. Uh, but if people don't want to play the video game, they can certainly listen to something very similar in the form of our Octum Cthulhu uh, <laughs> RPG game that we're playing on critical hit. And mm-hmm. it's like, what if Indiana Jones uh, punches Nazis in the face and punches Cthulhu in the face? And it's a lot of fun. And we've been doing it now for eight months and oh, it's, it's great. Uh, it's a little bit more aggressive because uh, you know we do have to punch Nazis, and um, and that's fine. And that's that was, fine. That's what totally makes it fun, fun, right? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> but the Cthulhu monsters and the horror that comes with that, maybe not so much. But uh, yeah, go check it out. It's uh, Punch All Nazis. This is the name of the campaign that we're doing we're using the Octum Cthulhu system from Modifius, uh, and you can find it right now over at Major Spoilers and listening to our podcast Critical Hit. That sounds fantastic. Steven, is there anything else I should do in this in the heat and the press of sun that we're still having? Oh yeah, it's gonna be a beautiful day. Even though it's been cold in the morning, gonna be a beautiful day. Still though, everybody needs to stay hydrated. Oh, that's a great idea. Thanks a lot. I got this water right here, Brian. I can drink this. Very good. Yeah. Nice. I have this water right here that has coffee flavoring. Oh yum, 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 yum. It's coffee flavored water. (laughs) That sounds so gross. It does actually. It sounds. It just sounds like watered down coffee, but it's just coffee. Just, just coffee. coffee with a it's couple fine. splenda in there. Yeah, yeah a little. Wa- Look, coffee's mostly water anyway. It is. Yeah, unless you're crazy and you put too much milk and other stuff. But Brian, yeah. don't want to fart all day. All right. No, no. Got a little bit of uh, this coconut Khalifa Farms uh, coconut milk stuff in there to lighten it up a little bit. Somebody recommended that to us, and uh, I totally dig that stuff. Khalifa Farms. That's uh, the the rapper, singer, songwriter. Yes, the Wiz Khalifa Farms. Yeah, it's an amazing yeah, place boy. to go. Yeah, boy. I know that's, um, I know that's a different guy. But yeah, but still, still, whatever. It's fine. It's still, I don't know what I don't know. What Wiz Khalifa says that I could use as his. Yeah, what is his tagline? <laughs> what is his? Uh, when you when you turn the knob on the uh, what does the cow say? You turn it to the Wiz Khalifa spot in that uh, on that toy and pull the string. What does the Wiz Khalifa say? Yeah, what does he say? I don't know that he has a famous thing to say, or does he? I don't know. I don't follow yeah. that career. I, I maybe I should. He's great. Whatever. Sure. Um, also, real quick, I got hooked on something called Sea Point Farms dry roasted edamame. Have you eaten these Ooh. before? You ever had these? No. They're seasoned with sea salt, uh, gluten-free, kosher, blah, 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 all that stuff. Um, I I found a bag at a TJ Maxx mm-hmm. of all places because <laughs> they have that weird. So these are like, so yeah, freeze-dried. So like crispy, like eat them like potato chips kind of thing. Kind of. Not freeze-dried, but dry-roasted. So they're like peanuts. Dry, I'm sorry, dry-roasted. Yeah, yeah. kind of like a dry-roasted peanut. Um, they're so good. Hmm. I can't say enough about them. And they, I think they're good for me. So. I clearly just don't buy enough food at the TJ Maxx. I need to uh, up my uh, my grocery store shopping. 
That's the thing about that place. They get that weird little aisle where they bring in yeah. like strange international funky foods. <laughs> I wonder if they've got that at the Cost Plus World Market. Probably. I bet they do because that's where you get all your your Tim Tams and your uh, oh yeah your actual gummy bears. Yeah, I've been, and I'm pretty sure I can get. Oh yeah, here they are on Amazon. I can get this brand there. I may get this whole ooh seventeen bucks for that. I wonder if that's a good deal. I don't know. Okay, so they have one of the big square tubs. What do you call that? I don't know what you call oh, geez. it. Hold on, I'm uh, pulling up dry roasted edamame on uh, Amazon. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's this right here. Yeah. What do you call Steve it? Point Farms. You said. Yeah, that's the one. And they have packets and stuff, but this one's like the tub. Seventeen the jar, bucks. The plastic or jar. The jar. Right? Yeah, I guess that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, I'm going to eat eat food out of a tub I got at TJ Maxx. Yeah, I guess because it's plastic, I think, tub. But anyway, the the 17 bucks, is that a good deal? I don't know if that's good. That's a lot of them. Yeah, I want to see what are the, uh, where's the nutrition facts? Show me, there it is right there. 130 for a third of a cup. That's not bad. Not bad, right? Yeah, lots of protein, good dietary fiber. Probably good fats, too. Yeah, good fats. It's, It's better for me than peanuts, I think. Zero grams trans fat. It's good. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I might have I might to grab have to these. these they look like, uh, it's funny, they look like little pistachios. Yeah, they look like peeled, like someone peeled them for you. Yeah. And by peel, I mean ruin their fingers and teeth trying to open them. Yes, exactly. Because that's what pistachios do. Anyway, yeah. uh, we'll see what I do there. Uh, real quick thing uh, we got from a listener. This is from Robert, under, un, again, Robert from Hendertucky, although this time he signed it, Robert from underpopulated Hendertucky. <laughs> okay. Henderson, All Nevada. Right. He says, um, on that everyone lives in Texas thing, I'd mentioned that I'd read somewhere that some scientists or mathematicians or somebody had figured out a way that if you wanted to cram every single living human being, all 8 billion of us, into the state of Texas, you could do it. Yeah. And you could do it, and, and people would live and, and thrive and be fine. Would be, yeah, they wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily about living. I mean, they'd live, yeah. but I think you'd be shoulder to shoulder with the... Uh, yeah, and that's basically what he found out. He says, here's an article I found regarding that 7 to 8 billion people living in Texas-sized city. It looks like they could, but the water pressure would suck. Um, <laughs> this is a ZDNet oh, cool. article. So this is the... Uh, I think this is the study. Yeah, um, let's see. This is fascinating. I like the fact that they've They've done a uh, infographic for this. Same. As soon as that damn infographic loads. Yeah, mine's not loading either. Why? I don't have an ad blocker on this page. I don't know why it's doing that. Well, anyway. um, They say, well, it's not realistic that we will all move to one megacity. The reality is the next two billion that join us on Earth will be living in cities. Uh, So how many? Let's see. It goes on. So basically the idea is you could do it. Yeah. You would, you could have a mega city and everyone on the planet could live there, but it would be a nightmare. I wouldn't want that. It would that. be a nightmare. Yeah, I don't want. Yeah, this like infographic. That. I don't know why this infographic is not coming up. And if I right click on it, I get uh, uh, error codes, HTML error codes. Yeah, I got no such key. The specified key does not exist. It's the one. That's the one I get too. Damn it! No such key. Well, we try. Hmm. It's funny though because yeah, when you hover did. over it in our in the link on our dock. You yeah. get a preview thumbnail of oh, you the do? chart. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, so you get like the little, exactly. That's right. So I, what I, the frick? Know, Does that make any sense? I know sense? ways around this, Scott. Let me see if this works. I'm Hold try a different browser. I'm going to try my DuckDuckGo browser. See what happens there, there. I'll see if I can do it another way. Whoops, here. it's running something on YouTube. Don't do that. All right, there it is. Did it do it? It did. Good. All right. Oh, but it's not the same graphic. What? Oh, really? Hold on. Oh, no, it didn't work. Never mind. 
Did your way work? My way did not work. I, I inspected Element and then looked at uh, source files. Ah, the, look uh, at you hacking the internet. That didn't work either, no. I got an error message when it came to that resource. Thanks, ZDNet. I mean, it is a 2011 article, so it's pretty old. <laughs> it's yeah. not like we're going to get you know perfect links on stuff like that. But Anyway, thank you for that, Robert. We hope you are well as usual. If you'd like to text in like Robert did, you can send us one at 801-471-0462. And better yet, even uh, than that, you can join us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash TMS. All the details are there. Uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Brian, we should play a song on our way out, though. You have Let's some? play a song on our way out, Scott. And I've got just the song to play. This was a request that actually came in um, earlier uh Let's see. Yeah, middle of last last month, but uh, did want to finally get to this. This is, uh, we've mentioned Jemery. We thought, you know, maybe it's Jem- Jeremy, but a little typo. No, it's definitely Jemery because he spelled it here, Jemery. Does one need a reason to request one's latest enjoyed cover from one's favorite podcast duo? I say not. Press play, boys. Take a well-earned breather. Signed, JJJJJJ. Whoa. <laughs> A That's a lot of JJ, a lot of J's. Yeah, a lot of J's. That's either a lot of J's or a moderate amount of JJ's. Think of it that it's, way. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or a very minuscule amount of JJJJJJJJJJJJ's. <laughs> Just yeah, a fraction of those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is one I hadn't heard before. It was a single that Beck released last year, and this is the first I'd heard of it, and I love it. It's so cool. It's a cover of the Neil Young song, and it's Beck. Here's Beck doing Old Man. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow on a Tuesday edition of TMS. One, two, one, two, three.
Get more at frogpants.com. It didn't, Valorant didn't interest me too much. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to another round of Boardroom or Miro Board. Today we talk retrospectives with Agile Coach Maria. Let's go. First question. You've spent two hours in a team retro, but the only input you've heard is Dave's. Boardroom or Miro Board? Boardroom. In Miro, Dave can't hog the space because everyone can add thoughts anonymously, online at the same time. Correct. Next. You need the team to act on feedback fast, so you turn all those retro notes into JIRA tasks instantly. Miro all the way. And I can assign those tasks to teammates. You're nailing this. Now, you see hundreds of sticky notes from the retro. A real mess. But you organize them into five themes in just seconds. Miro, I basically get back an entire hour when I use its AI tools for clustering. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people running actually enjoyable and actionable retros in Miro. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com.